This is Vision Sky. And this is Jasmine. And we are your hosts of the Get Into This podcast. So Get Into This is all about having that special kind of flair in business, entrepreneurship, beauty, fashion, and people like yourselves. So get into this as we dive in. Hey guys. Just making sure that was a recording. Yes. Yeah, okay, recording. we had some we had some technical difficulties. Okay. Well, we're back with the final episode of season four. A very special episode because your favorite podcast co-host birthday is this month. Because <laughs> I don't know when this episode gonna be uploaded. But happy birthday, Jasmine! Happy birthday! <laughs> I guess it'll be uploaded after our birth, like a day after. So yeah. technically, our birthday was yesterday. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so we're back with two special guests. Yep. Um, you guys are very familiar if you've been following our show. We've had them on um, about two years ago, uh, shortly before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Um, it oh, was wow. yeah, yeah, like right. February 2020. Yep. Um, and we were talking about celebrating all wins and, yes. you know, what they've accomplished in this time. Um, so we have our best friends with us, um, <laughs> Ani, Nicole, and Atira. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Ani's with us virtually. <laughs> yeah. Um, they yes. were here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they were here last time celebrating our one year anniversary. So now we thought, let's bring them back to celebrate our birthday and the end of season four. So, which is insane. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So since you know we wrapped up our previous episode with Atir and Ani, there's been a lot that's happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Ani moved back to New York, so that's great. <laughs> well, she moved out of New York and then came back. Right. <laughs> um. And in working in UX design, which is cool. Um, she has her own space now. Atira, you just moved recently, just got married. Okay. That's got awesome. her master's degree. <laughs> master's degree. Yeah, I would love to talk about PR with you. Um, of course. Yes. So, you know, I don't know who wants to go first, but um, I guess just kind of highlight what you guys have been up to um, since, you know, or just like since the pandemic has happened. Mm-hmm. Um. Pandemic happened. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, where was I two years ago? Two years ago, I was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. I was single. And I had just started my master's program because it was a dual degree program. And now we are out of the bulk of the pandemic. And I have both degrees in media <laughs> and strategic communications, which is a very fancy way to say PR. Um Suddenly I'm married, which is crazy. <laughs> Plot twist of my life. Um, but we love it here. Um, I know, wow, like trying to think back like two years ago. I was like, go crazy. Um, I know, oh, at one point I was an entrepreneur. Also left that, love this for me, corporate life. Wow. Like, <laughs> benefits and stability is <laughs> my new best friend. Hmm. Um, but yeah. I don't know. It's it's wild to try to think about like how many wins you have and like how far you've come because it's like part of my brain is still thinking we're in 2020, but then the other part <laughs> of my brain is like, girl, you just left your husband at home, but like, you know you're not the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. Okay, I wanted to kind of jump on the um, dual degree because you mentioned PR. What was the other um, so the piece? The formal name of the program I did is called Media and Strategic Communications. Oh, okay. Um, when I, it used to be called Mass Communications. So that's what I applied to my school for. I went to Iona College in New Rochelle. Yay, go Gales. Um, <laughs> so the, it used to be called Mass Communications, and that's what like most people know it as. And then within Mass Comms, you have a couple of different concentrations. So our program offered public relations as a concentration, journalism, sports entertainment, um, and we had the opportunity to do a dual degree program. So it's a four plus one um, program where you start your master's degree as a first semester junior so that by the time you are either one or two semesters out of undergrad, depending on when you um, complete your thesis, uh, you also have your master's. So it's like a really cool, fun way for anyone to be able to say, hey, I'm 21, I'm 22, I have a master's degree, blah. That's amazing. <laughs> and you know, now you're working, like you said, in corporate America in this particular field. Yeah. it's. It's really wild. I went into PR knowing that I never wanted to do anything corporate or anything government related or even anything like agency related. I was like, I just like the idea of mass calm. Like that just seems like a good bubble for me. And the the draw that they give everyone is that it's super flexible. You can do anything. So mm -hmm. if tomorrow I woke up and decided I wanted to go into healthcare, I can go into healthcare PR. If I decided I want to work in-house for a brand, I can go and do that. Some way, somehow I ended up working at an agency, which I love, and working in government, which I also love. So like 2020, Atera is really confused, like how all of this happened. Um, but it was really just by faith and by happenstance that I ended up in a field that I actually do genuinely love. Um, I work for a New York State Senator on his communications team, um, and he serves the district for the neighborhood that I grew up in, so that's where I lived, uh, over in Brownsville, if you know the hood. Um, that's where I lived when I first started the job, and I was like, okay, I know I can give back to the people. It made sense for me at the time, especially with, like, all of the social justice uprisings that we were seeing during that summer. And I was like, at the time I was at an agency that I do still love, um, but it didn't make sense for me to be working with like big brands during the day and like pitching influencers to like take all this money and show a product off. And then in the evening I'm going and protesting like that. It didn't align to me. Uh, I legit verbatim truly do not know how any of this happened besides God. I said, I don't want to do this. I want something else. I woke up the next day. I have never, I've never heard of this senator. I never <laughs> subscribed to his newsletter. I don't know mm -hmm. how it got in like my official email mm -hmm. inbox. And the tagline was, we're hiring for a digital media and communication special. I said, oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I can me. do. Okay, <laughs> God. Like, <laughs> Yes, there there goes that. Um, so I've been here for like, what, two years, almost three. And mm -hmm. I love it. It's a whirlwind. Government is real crazy. Government in Brooklyn, even crazier. But it's a good place for me to be. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you're doing like events too, right? Because Vision, you mentioned you went to 
one of Atira's events. Yeah, she forced me to go to a Christmas <laughs> wow. party. All I had oh, that Christmas night was party. cookies, and um, it was torture, but I stuck it out for her. So You also had mini pizza and meatballs. <laughs> not that catering wasn't great. The catering was good. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the, the hot apple cider confused the life out of me, but like, the catering That's just because you don't like hot fruit. It was really tasty. Hot fruit really don't make sense. I'm so sorry to the pie people apples, of America. Apples. Apples. Baked apples. Literally. No, no. She don't like it. Hot fruit don't make a lick of sense to me. Like, why am I... Apple I, pie? No. No. no I, none I, of I it. I don't get it. It, it truly... <laughs> I think for me, because I've tried it, I genuinely have. Yeah. I can do like apple cry crust, apple, yeah, <laughs> apple pie crust, like, you know, and it, it just tries, has like dry fruit, but right, not hot fruit. Like, I can have the little bit of like the sauce that comes from it. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. when it's the actual hot fruit, I'm like, you done messed up the texture of the fruit. Sometimes you cut, because you made it hot, now the fruit tastes sour. Like, it's just weird. I don't get, I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> Same goes for, like, fruit-flavored teas. I am a proud tea connoisseur. Mm-hmm. I will average six cups a day. None of them will be fruit-flavored. I'm so sorry to you medicine ball people, you peach tea people. Of, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that one I can't get. What do you drink? Like a, a black tea. Like yeah. Like a Earl Grey, a green tea. Earl Grey, green ginger tea. Ginger is my go-to. Mm-hmm. See? Love ginger. Or just oh. hot water with lemon and honey. That's it. Oh, see, I can't get yeah, there yet. Okay. Just put a tea bag. In I would it. love to be wellness shorty, but I can't, I can't get there. I used to be apple, like the apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Like you put some of that in your water, and I was like, this really ain't doing Mm-mm. what the girl said it was supposed to do for me. So I'm gonna put that down. Um, so yeah, I, I like my tea the good old traditional <laughs> mm-hmm. way. You know, give me them a little, leaves. Exactly, give me them leaves. Give me a dash <laughs> of cream. Put some sweetener in it. Tie to the people who are like, I just put the tea bag in the water and the tea. No, it don't. No, the tea no. don't taste like tea if you just put it in the hot water. You need to give I'm it not. something. You need to give Y'all it something. Y'all gotta get the right tea. No, you gotta it'll, get it. It'll it take all that. No, but it now there's like, I got this teapot from Amazon the other day, and it comes with like a green tea flower, Ooh. and it's Aww. so sweet. Like I didn't really. I put a little bit of honey in it. But you really didn't need a lot to it. And that's okay. Mm. I'm not advocating <laughs> for a lot. But the people who are like, I just put the tea bag in the water and it tastes like tea, you are you are lying to yourself. <laughs> and I'm not here for it. Give okay. it a little something to wake up the bag. That is so funny. I'm a coffee drinker, so okay. I don't understand. I still love you. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, we still going to keep you around. <laughs> but yes, um, Ani... Jasmine has been hyping your shit OD, talking about, should. yes, as she should, as your best friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I definitely want to give you some time to hype your own shit, talk about what you've been up to in these two years, or even just this these last six months. Like, it's been yeah. a long year. Yeah. Um, two years. Well, yeah, the pandemic. Um, when that happened, I was living in Harlem at the time. And, you know, New York is just... For me, it wasn't built to be staying in a room with, like, an apartment with a roommate. So mm-hmm. me and my roommate were like, yeah, you want to leave? Like, you want to get out of here? Because we were paying month to month at that time. We were like, yeah, okay. So, so I moved back to Florida, and I was in, a like, a career transition. And I was like, all right, I need to do something else that's more consistent and something that I can actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. So... um 
that's when I started researching UX because during the pandemic I took a like there were a few free courses during that time and I was really into graphic design love Adobe Illustrator so I saw it was like an Adobe Illustrator for UX class and I took that and I was like oh yeah that's interesting um, but then like the more I started to look into it, I saw that it incorporated a few things that I like, like human psychology and like business and it was creative. So I was like, I think this is something I could do. So did some research, um, took a boot camp, graduated, and then I started looking for jobs. So this is what, 2021 now? Um, I got one in the summer as an intern. So as a experienced strategist, as they call it, but it's really just a UX design designer. Um, all these names, all these like cross functional names, like in these industries. Um, and yeah, I've been working there since last summer, and I still love it. Um, it's a digital creative agency, so everything is online. I get to work from home, which is really it spoiled me. Cause now I'm like I can't like I'm like I can't imagine working a it's job hard. where I have to physically leave. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. real rough. <laughs> like where where does that idea come from? Like I think that's crazy. Um, but no. So now I've just been trying to find ways to be more active because I spend so much time at home, and um, I just want to like meet more people. So I think that's something I've been trying to do more of and what else yeah this year i moved back so i moved back to brooklyn (laughs) well to brooklyn um and that was a transition because i really loved harlem Mm -hmm. still love harlem um but yeah brooklyn's dope i live in the hood (laughs) it's cool we're 20 minutes away Nothing, nothing I, ne- I ain't never seen. I'm from the south side of Florida, so. <laughs> you a cousin. Nothing I ain't never seen, but um, no, nah, I definitely am glad to be back here and, like, in the mix of New York and all the madness. I love it. It drives me crazy, but I still love it. So, yeah. I feel like this. the past two years is, like, really one just big, long year. It just consolidated and everything just happened so fast. Mm-hmm. But it's been good. That's good. <laughs> okay, wait. So, like, UX design. Mm-hmm. So, by the laws of the Twitterverse, you are, like, hashtag Black woman in tech? Uh-uh. Okay. I don't align to that. Look, I don't <laughs> like all the labels. Ooh, and these ahead. people who be talking about tech saying they jumped in and they started making 100K. Like, I'd be real confused. Like, Cut it out. I mean, there are some people who have, but you need to talk about all the work you're putting in and right. all the hours that you're working. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm mm-mm. Mm-mm. I really I appreciate try. that. I appreciate that. Because a lot of people say, like, oh, I heard the money is in tech, so... I just took a course, I took a boot camp, and now I made all this bread. I moved out of my mama's house. I moved my whole family out the hood. Like, mm-hmm. they just make it seem like an instant come up, like, out of, like, six months. And your story is, I took the course, I took the boot camp, I love what I do, period. Like, Yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of fucking work. And <laughs> I feel like people make it sound so easy, 
and it was not easy. It took a lot of focus, like the three months of that. It actually was like 14 weeks, but like I wasn't talking. I wasn't hanging out. I was mm. like strictly, it was a full-time course and it took a lot of the hours where I wasn't working, like actually in class to be working. And then after that, it was like, um, everyone was burnt out after the boot camp. They're like, I'm gonna take a break and, and then I'm gonna apply to jobs. I'm like, no, like if I take a break now, I'm not gonna like, it's gonna be hard to jump back in. Mm-hmm. And so I remember like applying to jobs like crazy. And then that was really exhausting too. Cause it's like, I'm an introverted person. So like talking to multiple people and like trying to sell this story, like, oh yeah, I did this, this and that. But these interviews, it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got, to um the one I work at now which is called in theory I just like I was like I don't even really care anymore at this point and then they're like going forward with me I was like okay that's interesting <laughs> I, I find that happens often it's like when I don't care about like getting a job anymore I don't mm-hmm. know if I should be saying this on live if y'all don't know but it, it seems to go well it's like I don't like when I it's like when you don't try mm-hmm. um but no it was a lot of work and I feel like the stories I hear online, like, yeah, it's real. So you want to make it sound sweet, but y'all can't cut out like them hard nights. Come on. Um, but I mean, it is good. I do. I am like a huge advocate for tech and getting people into tech because I do think it's progressive. Like digital mm-hmm. is not going anywhere. It's only going forward. And I think there's a lot of security in that. I think, um, there is money in tech for sure, um, but I'm not rich yet, and I'm not like making a hundred k. So <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And then like, there's people who who have years of experience mm-hmm. in a field and then go into tech. So like, if you're coming from a background that's like completely different and jumping in, like it may take you more time to build right. like, that up too. So mm-hmm. there's different cases. They need to stop this blanket <laughs> statement. Like. Get into tech is easy. You jump in, you make a hundred k. Like no, stop lying. <laughs> I'm curious about like, so for me, like my I have a traditional degree. I have a traditional career path. Like yeah. if I decided, okay, I don't want to do this right now, I can like go back to like my career center at my alma mater and be like, hey, help me out, give me like some guidance and direction, because like. I paid them to do that, mm-hmm. but yeah. you took a boot camp and did like you were like self guided in your career trajectory, if that's correct. So I'm curious about like how the community aspect of that feels for you. Like, do you feel like you have like solid support in being in this field, knowing that like, well, truly, I don't know how boot camps work. Like, does it feel like a mini college where like you have a bunch of different professors, you can have an advisor or like a guidance mm-hmm. counselor and things like that. And you have like these different like departments that are there to like help you navigate all the different nuances of the field. Do you feel like you have that or is that something that like, since it's not a traditional school, something mm-hmm. that you kind of have to like put together yourself along the way? So, well, for starters, I only went to college for two years. And the time that I was there, I didn't feel like I had that support from the guidance counselors. Um, So, yeah, my college experience wasn't wasn't grounding for me or anything like very unique. 
Well, no, I can't say that. It was unique. <laughs> but it, it just, it didn't guide me or support me in the mm-hmm. way that I anticipated as far as like career goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess I said that to say like, I feel like I've always had to take my career and my journey into my own hands. Um, and with this boot camp, it kind of feels the same. Like everybody who was there, like wanted to be there. We had to pay for that. Mm-hmm. And so like, I mean, college too, but it just felt different, I guess, because we were younger. But I mean, most of us were older. Most of us were making this transitional decision. Mm-hmm. And um, I do feel like they they contributed. Like we had one-on-ones with people frequently. And then afterwards, the the counselors and like the career, um, the career guides, like they help. I still keep in contact with them, That's and dope. I'm I'm actually mentoring for them now. So I do like I do like the outcome of the boot camp, um, and the people I've met there, they're great. We I think we're like we keep in touch on like socials. Mm-hmm. As it goes. Um, huh? As, as that goes in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it, I think overall it was a good experience. Um, I love that I did it. And, yeah, I like to work hard. And it was fun for me because it, it gives me something I to, like, really that. tune into and focus on, which I'm trying to get back in that zone. It's like mm-hmm. now that I moved back to New York, I've been like, oh, my God, I'm back. Like, trying to. <laughs> and I've been having fun all year and I'm like alright you need to switch gears uh, cause you're not rich yet and yes. that's like what I'm trying to figure out now I'm gonna be rich for the next 10 years period <laughs> next two. Oh, oh time stamped <laughs> that was a really great question yeah I definitely loved hearing that especially you said y'all keep touch on social anyway so that's like yeah. the perk of living in the future you can hit up <laughs> it's true like you can hit up the people you did the boot camp with and then they could connect you to somebody that they just found on instagram because of the field that they're in it's crazy mm-hmm. and the world is so small like you just never yeah. know who somebody else meets facts <laughs> Um, but I was going to ask you guys too, um, you know, more on like a personal standpoint, I guess, um, what has this, I guess, year taught you just in terms of like self growth, you know, let's hone it in a tiny bit. That sounds like a broad end of the episode type of question. Like, that's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we just kicking it right now. Uh, but no, I get what you're getting at. Like, yeah. me personally, um, I've noticed of just like growth in general, just looking back two years, or even like I keep remembering when I was 19 turning 20 this time, that time. And I'm like, wow, I'm really different. And it's like, obviously, because time progresses, we're going to change. But like seeing actual milestones, like, like jewelry making, I didn't even wear my own jewelry today. <laughs> But jewelry I making. I love those, by the way. I know these are my favorite. I'm obsessed with them. I was wondering if you made them. I was no. Looking at those, those are pretty. I know they're made by. I'm blanking on her name, but Girl Strike. They're oh, fire. Yes, we all met. We the all. Same day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yes, we have met her. Tasha. I believe Tasha. Tasha Ann. I believe. No. 
Girl, I apologize. Yeah, we still shout you out. Shout um, out. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like with the jewelry making as like mm-hmm. an actual thing, I look back at older pieces I've made and look at what I'm doing now. I'm like, wow, look at the progression. <laughs> so like, yeah, I get your question of like, if they kind of sort of had that moment. But like I said, it's like an end of the episode type thing. We still talking about <laughs> cutie shit, you know? <laughs> what new stories y'all going to? What shows y'all watching? <laughs> Okay, yeah, like what like what's keeping you guys going? Um mm-hmm. it could be professionalism or yeah. you know, personal right stuff too. Not gonna lie. I'm like borderline housewife. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I work at all that and truly do not know how this happened because twenty twenty a terror was like super independent, <laughs> can't tell me nothing. I ain't doing nothing for nobody. It's me and myself, we grinding. And now I'm like, okay, I have to leave the office early because my husband is home and I want to make him dinner and we're going to watch a movie and I'm going to put my phone on Do Not Disturb and that's going to be that. Like, I just, it's so crazy. Like, I get so excited to go home and cook a full meal and to wake up in the morning and I enjoy cleaning. I'm like, well, in that I gorgeous love... apartment, it's mm-hmm. nice. It's fun to keep clean. It, see, so. <laughs> right? Like decorating is my thing. I got a Target box waiting for me at home, and like <laughs> these Christmas decorations is about to be lit. Um, hosting is a pun. lot of fun. <laughs> it was a fun. <laughs> <laughs> she said these Christmas tree decorations about to be lit. <laughs> That was funny. Anyway. That was funny. Ooh, that Sorry. Was that was really good. <laughs> but no, like, I, it's interesting to see me go from being someone who is like in my own bubble, in my own lane, and wanting and happy to stay there to now someone who is like, I'm opening my home to people all the time. I'm always like, okay, let's have, let's have dinner. Like, come over. I want to cook for you. I want to build community. I love hosting. I'd be trying out all these different recipes, mainly because my husband is allergic to everything. So like, if I want to have a happy life, I just gotta, I gotta get creative in the kitchen. But it's fun for me. And I didn't think that was in my makeup. Like I came from super independent women. My grandmother just got married. Like my my grandmother, she just got married. And she was like, perfect example of, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. He could leave me alone. I'm not doing this. And now mm-hmm. she's just like bubbling sunshines all the time with her and her man. And I'm like, girl, I was following your script and you picked up a whole different book. What's going on here? But now I get it. I love it here. Did that transition feel really natural? Like from the, yeah. Yeah, okay. which is weird. Like when you, when you, when you talk about it and when you look at it on paper, you're like, nope, them them things don't go together. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like you would think that there's some tensions there or that like it's like it doesn't come naturally. But there's there's never been a moment where my husband has been like, we're going to be a traditional household. You are going to be in the kitchen. I'm going to make the money like we've yeah. never had that. Anytime people come over. Right. <laughs> Anytime people like come over or talk to us, he like the, one of the first thing he says is I did not ask her to do any of this. The woman woke up and cleaned by herself. She baked the cake by herself. She decorated by herself. I did not ask her to do anything. I just live here and I take out the trash like I did not ask for any of this. And it's I, I still don't understand really like why. And it's not I like love that. girl. it's yeah. so much fun here, but it's like. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. But, like, I didn't have 
a lot of traditional models for marriage in my life. Like, I do have some aunts and uncles and things who are married, but they either... No, none of them live in Brooklyn. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't see what it is, <laughs> right. like, on a day-to-day. Like, I know if I go to Jersey, like, I call that my rich house because, like, it's just big. So, I'm like, yeah, I know they got it like that because, like, I see auntie and uncle together. Like, I know they did what they had to do to, like, make the house and stuff. I know auntie is taking care of things. Uncle in the garden. He, he That man really like gardening. I don't... I don't quite get it, but whatever. But, like, I didn't have these, like, traditional structured marriage examples growing up. So it's weird to now be in a marriage and this is exactly, like, I fell into what you see as, like, the traditional model. Like, I take care of the house. I do the cleaning. But also, I'm not even going to lie. Part of it is really, I can't. I don't, I don't trust him to do it. I don't. I love him. And he be cooking. He cooked He cooked for our entire... He cooked for all of our dating and mm-hmm. our entire engagement. I didn't cook him a meal until maybe... I want to say that was, like, right before our engagement, mm-hmm. which was the end of 2021. Uh, that man was cooked, chefing it up. I remember there was one night... Bless his heart, because y'all see me. I'm a small person, so I'm not... I don't eat a lot of things, and that man will eat me, my mama, and his next-door neighbor out of house and home. I don't know what possessed him to make steaks, because I said I never had steak before. He said, bet, I'm going to get you right. He made us steaks that were bigger than my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made bacon. Um, I said I wanted bacon. I said I wanted eggs because we were having bacon, so he also made eggs. Oh but then I get to the kitchen, and there's also like a huge pot of rice. Because he's like, yeah, you need rice to go with the steak. So I'm like... But no, that's the eggs and bacon. I thought that was the eggs and bacon. <laughs> so I'm looking at like... He made breakfast and dinner. Yo, he made like the whole fridge. And I'm just looking at him like, my dear, I don't know what girlfriend you thought was consuming all of that, but it surely wasn't me. Yeah. I tried my best, but I'm like, ooh, girl. I'm also sure that man can cook. So when I need him to, when I ask him to, he be throwing it down. But for whatever reason, I still, like, get off of work at the end of the day. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do for my man? I'm going to make him a cake. Mm-hmm. He want this salmon? I'm going to make this salmon. Like, I don't, I truly don't know. I love it here, I do, but I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Do you feel like those are things you did for yourself, like, prior to marriage? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. Because you were doing it on your own. You so, like, were... now that you're married, it's like... That's how you love. That's how you love on yourself. It's like, now I want to love on my husband. You so right. This is why we have these conversations. Really break it down because I have no idea. Because nobody could tell me from past year how this happened. Everybody's just like, wow, I can't believe this. You're married. Wow. How did that happen? You had a man? What? (laughs) You be in the kitchen? What? Like, now it all makes sense. Because that's true. I was doing all this for myself. And we were, we started dating during the pandemic. And we were, we knew that we were going to get married quite soon and quite young. Hold on, wait, I have to hear that. Oh. I have to hear those details. How do you details, know? Details. <laughs> Ooh, All right, so the million like, dollar question. Into that one. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna skip past that. <laughs> so I disclaimer, like I, I'm I'm big pro Jesus, like I'm Bible Thumper gang. So me and my husband met in church. Um we were both going to the same church in our church, our previous church. Um, they had these small group settings called dinner party. 
Um, so you, they had a couple of them all over the city. You go to one that's closest to you and you like build community with those people and you share a meal, you discuss the previous sermon and things like that. It's real cute. Um, so I was going to it. It was my last year of undergrad. I think I was like a third semester grad student and that's when the pandemic happened. Um, so I'm like, okay, now I'm back home, which felt great. Cause it's like, oh wow, I can start going back to dinner party again. But then everything got shut down and it's like, okay, no, everything is virtual now. Um, and since it's virtual, he happened to join the dinner party I was at while I was away at school. So we never crossed paths, uh, verbatim again, don't know how this happened, but he <laughs> popped up on the screen. I looked up, I said, God, is that a husband? Cause I had never seen that man before. Never saw him in the church. He wasn't in the dinner party before. I was joking. 100%. I was joking. Uh-huh. And God took me serious. <laughs> this man had a crush on me. I said, no, we can't do that. You need to You need to chill. Uh, <laughs> and then one way or another, we started dating January 2021. By March, we were like, all right, this is it. Like, wow. we already know what's up. Um, but we also knew both of us were, what, 21, 22 at the mm-hmm. time. So it's like, no, we're not going to, I'm not going to my Bayesian dad and being like, hey, I'm getting married to the man I just told you about yesterday. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not happening. Um, and he, he's the oldest of a family in Minnesota. So it's like, yeah, we're not, we can't just rush into things like this. So we knew we were going to take time before like formally getting engaged. Um and we were very intentional about living separate for a while. So we didn't move in together until, what was that, like two weeks before, before the wedding? Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was like... Two weeks to a month before the wedding, the right. actual ceremony. Which was this June. Mm-hmm. So like, we both had our separate apartments, which felt amazing. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, I was doing all the things for myself. Like, I had a set cleaning routine. I had the playlist. I had the smell goods. Mm-hmm. I knew what meals I was cooking when. I was meal... Like, it all felt good and fun and natural. And now I just do it with a roommate. <sighs> I get, okay, I get it now. It all makes sense. <laughs> wow. I love that. And you looked beautiful. Thank you. Yes. yes, you did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I the oral by Jules. I still have yes. like the essence of the pictures in my brain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you guys looked amazing. Thank I you. kept telling her it was the event of the century. So the most stressful day of my life, praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We not go at like putting on a wedding at twenty three for a hundred people is easy. Uh that was a child, we had a time. <laughs> we had a time. <laughs> but it was it was fun. It surely was fun. I, I will say that it was fun, but I'm not. We're not doing that again. <laughs> this like, is it. This is it. That was stress. As, as you should. I hope so. <laughs> we are not banking on a second husband, so we got she did it good mm-hmm. first time. Close that. I like. I like this one. He don't. He don't complain. I'm gonna keep this one. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I still remember when um you brought him in. I don't remember what time frame it was, but I, I remember. Was, yeah, it was one. It was my first pop up, and then you just like came in. And you're like, look, this is him. I oh, yeah. had a freaking mask. We met him. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, all my oh, sisters my came to the pop up. So you, my blessed sisters, you and your husband, now husband. But you come in. It's mad loud in there too. She was like, this is him. His mask up. He's like, back. You're talking about. <laughs> okay, whatever. And then you like, you know, hey girl, I'm gonna get my scrubs. You chatted with my other sisters. Got distracted by the candles, and then he was gone forever. 
and I didn't see him until the engagement lunch. To be fair, he, he's an introvert. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to take him on more walks, I promise. More walks. More walks. We get in there. I, honestly, I can't even say that he's an introvert because a lot of the people that are in our life or who have come into our life, it's from him. It's mm-hmm. from him chatting Just people up, people. having conversation, giving them a business card and being like, let's hang out. I don't know why he does that. Like, he just has a bunch of business cards on him. Like, he'll meet people. If you have business cards and you, like, meet someone in a professional setting, like, I get it. Yeah, obviously. We'll be leaving church and someone walks up and it's like, hey, nice coat. And he's like, oh, yeah, where are you from? How you doing? What's your story? Oh, yeah, cool. We friends now. Here's my card. Call me. What? Oh, my God. (laughs) I'd be so confused. But, like, he's, you, you would think I am, like, the extrovert of us like i'm the bubble and sunshine and that's not i'll be hiding <laughs> i truly be hiding like i love hosting and people come over mm-hmm. and they're like oh my gosh your home is so beautiful you look so nice and i'm like thank you so much and i give him a look and he's like i got this and he takes them all into the sitting room oh. and they have their conversation and i go hide in the kitchen <laughs> I mean, balance yeah. Balance. <laughs> so, Ani, um, what keeps you going? Every day. Praise God. Every day. That's that's one yeah, yeah. thing. Yes. Um, I don't know. A lot of things. I have goals mm-hmm. of like being extremely comfortable. Yeah. Um. And I mean, what keeps me going in like what way in, in general in life? Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say like how you made you know your place a home too, you know. Um, and hobbies. I want to know if you got any hobbies. Yes, hobbies. yeah, hobbies. Yeah, just what keeps you going, you know? Um, I think my goals keep me going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like that brought me back to New York. It's why I got. I I want to live comfortably. I feel like. Growing up, not like, I mean, everyone struggles, but like, I don't want my future kids, like, I don't want money to be such a huge concern for Mm -hmm. me or my family, like, at all. So, like, that's an umbrella thing that keeps me going. Um, And then it's also just creative freedom. Like, and I want creative freedom. Like, I want to be able to travel places and create art and mm-hmm. bring those things back and, like, have a exhibit and, like, share it with people. I want to be able to, like, create a platform for younger minorities. So, like, people who don't have the funds or the resources to pursue their arts could do that. Like, there's so many things I want to do. Um and all of that keeps me going. Like I have a, a lot of desires and I think it all goes back to like art and fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, like those are my passions. My brand is my passion. It's just like positioning myself to be able to, to pour into the things that I really need to. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I, I feel like that's what keeps me going. Like I wanted to be, I wanted a career that would allow me to be more stable and have my own place so that I could create art like 
in my own space. So like, that's one of my hobbies is painting. Um, I'm trying to work on my brand more, but it's just, oh, there's so many things y'all. So I feel like I have a lot of interests too. So that's been hard for me to figure out like how to combine all of them together. Um, but yeah, all of that really keeps me going. I think it's like where I see myself and where I want to be that like, that's what really drives me. Yeah. (laughs) Do you feel like you have a good balance between like your passions and hobbies that are for you and that pour solely into your creativity versus the ones that are to like make income and put yourself out there? Because I know a lot of creative people tend to feel boxed in at some point because they feel like as soon as they start doing something then they okay now I have to make profit off of it I have to market this I have to get thousands and thousands of likes I have to make sure this is like feeding my sustainability in life but do you feel like you have a good balance between like the work that you do that pours solely into you versus what's pouring into your income I think I'm trying to find that balance Mm -hmm. I think with work I see how people can get comfortable working like a job and that scares me. I think, and I'll still be scared, I'm scared to say stuff like this online, but like, I don't want to work for someone my whole life. Like that has just never been in my mindset. And so like, I can, like this year I felt myself saying like, oh, I could see how someone could do this for the next 30 years. But I'm like, I fucking can't. Like, I absolutely cannot. Um, and so right now, I think I'm trying to find the balance between getting off work and trying to pour into something that I am, like, creatively passionate about. Mm-hmm. But instead, like, because I've been thinking so much at work and it requires, like, that thought, I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to think at all. I need yep. Netflix right now. And that's been been my whole year. So that's why, like, this next year, um, I'll be 30 next year. And it's crazy to think about. And so I'm like, I need to just give myself a year to really dedicate to, like, how I want the next couple years to pan out Mm -hmm. um, outside of work. Mm -hmm. Because I don't believe... Well, I know like a work isn't going to make me as comfortable or fulfill me in the way that I need to. Mm-hmm. So I need to figure out like what I'm going to do outside of those work hours. And yeah, I'm trying to find that balance. It's tough. It is really mm-hmm. tough. But yeah, I'm like, I can't, I can't let these people drain me like this. No. <laughs> not for a check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not for a check. Nope. There's not enough money yeah, in that no. check. People ain't being paid Mm-mm. right. And they want overtime. And inflation. Yeah, child. Yeah, it's serious. But yeah, it's, it's interesting to see, like, oh, this is how you did this for 30 years. <laughs> you got comfy. I just mm. don't want to get comfortable. Yeah. Gotta but I also always... want to be comfortable, but not too comfortable. I don't know. It's a weird. You want to be comfortable. You want to be in a comfort of your choosing. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Mm, yeah. Um, you have a way with I... words. Right. <laughs> oh, I was saying that Atira has a way with words. So I those books she reads. <laughs> Happy reading you. And Big communications. Nerd. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, like I said, she got her masters, so mm-hmm. I really forget about that thing. I've been looking into communications courses. Mm-hmm. Do it, do uh, it. Like a bunch of different things. Hmm? Do it, do it, do it. I think I want to. It's just <laughs> fun. Like honestly, like the but also I'm a nerd, so like take anything I say with a grain of salt. Like I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a, I'm a push academia to the end. But like <laughs> I don't think I've ever had as much fun in school as I did being a comms major, like being specifically in communications, in PR. Like I cannot, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, going to college was the best time ever. Like I had so much fun in all of my courses. They really shaped me. Like I don't, what the hell am I taking chemistry for? Like I'm not, that don't, there's no scenario here where I'm using chemistry in anything in my day to day. It don't make sense. Yeah. But comms, like like you said like digital is forward like that's where we're going in life mm-hmm. communications was all that it was all talking about how we've progressed as a society through the lens of communications and where we're going forward and like where we fit ourselves into all of that so like every single thing that I learned between undergrad and my graduate courses I 100% say like I use every single one of it not even just because I'm in the career I'm in but because of the world we're in Mm -hmm. like everything is revolving around how you communicate it Mm -hmm. Uh, so I I will definitely recommend like take a course or two you know pick pick up a comms book or two it's so fascinating and even when you were saying it, it made me think about it like a little bit more deeply like this being on zoom and how we are like transmitting to like this digital world like mm-hmm. that's the way you have to think about communicating and like mm-hmm. like your users and how everyone's thinking of how you're communicating to your user base online or mm-hmm. on reels and the different types of audience right mm-hmm. and it all ties into like like what you said before about like that interest in human psychology and how we're yeah. interacting with all the mm-hmm. things around us like communication plays a big big part in that like yeah. there are yes there are overlap between a lot of things but like the way you communicate something dictates the way that a person is going to receive that information so like you know being in public relations you know it's not just advertising words like here's a cup of water buy this cup of water now today right public relations is like you know I know this water and it's like really good for you because of xyz way I think you'd be interested in it like I think I think that's something you would like and it's like, oh, okay, you kind of kind of got me intrigued. Don't I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this water thing out, you know? <laughs> and that's how we interact with all of the social platforms that we're using, all of the different features that are coming out with it, uh, all of the like posters and billboards and flyers and things we see. Like, it's all running on communications, like yes. how America run on Duncan, like the world run on comms. <laughs> I see what you did there. I like that. Um, so, yeah, we're making a career switch. Uh, I was actually looking um, with Ani, actually, um, at this fashion events and PR certificate. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah. And you dived a little bit into fashion PR as well. Yeah. Yeah. When I first... Wow. That, wow. That was early in undergrad. I was a, I was a creator intern. With every stylish girl, which That's is how we met. yes, um, it's now uh, ESG has now blown into a lot more than just fashion, yeah. but yeah. it definitely gave me a good sense of. It's hard to say. I think 
it helped me understand how I wanted to shape my identity because I will I I will not self-proclaim myself as a fashion girly like I just know I look good but like (laughs) period being in a space where it was all about the fashion industry and going to these events and interacting with these people through this very specific lens of fashion like it was a lot of fun and it was super interesting and vibrant and especially to see like the lane that black women create in the fashion industry and the fact that we literally run the fashion industry like we not we not gonna act like we don't it was interesting to be in that space um I won't say that fashion PR is my particular ministry at this juncture in life but it is something that I do see giving people a lot of space and freedom to explore themselves in such a universal language like fashion itself is a it's a form of communication. Like you learn a lot about a person by how they present themselves, by the colors they choose to wear, by the types of jewelry they choose to wear, by the type of stores they choose to purchase from, by the brands they choose to support. Like you can basically put together someone's entire character profile just by looking at their closet. Mm -hmm. And like Mm -hmm. fashion PR plays a big role in that because you're literally telling them, hey, this, I am this fashion house, I am this fashion brand these clothes like this is how you can feel in life this is how you can present yourself to the world by subscribing to this particular lane of fashion versus this particular lane of fashion like it everything is connected it's mm-hmm. so crazy mm-hmm. it's all connected <laughs> that's how i be thinking too yes connecting like the dots like <laughs> yeah all over the place but like <laughs> a dot connect to z dot i promise <laughs> That's really good. And with the program, um, they also teach you how to, um, you know, create virtual events, as Ani mentioned, too, you know, because that's kind of like the lane that we're in now with technology. Mm-hmm. The digital age. Mm-hmm. I love and hate it. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty interesting. So maybe I'll check it out Yeah. further. Yeah. Ani, <laughs> with you thinking about, like, how the future in the next couple of years are shaping out for you, do you see yourself fitting into that lane of like creating community space within fashion and things like that like do you see yourself hosting the events and things have you hosted the events and things no I've never hosted an event like that I hosted an event like years ago in Florida it was like I don't even need to talk about that (laughs) it was like an open mic night thing (laughs) but I definitely want to I think community is a big part of something I want to do and be a part of and help build um, with fashion, but like equally art. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there, I, yeah, I think I talked a little bit about this last time, but I just feel like there's connected tissue there. Well, there is a connected tissue yeah. there, as you know. Um, but yeah, like I do, I do. <laughs> especially for people I think I have a focus for people like outliers or just people who don't know how to get like access or don't know how to get to those resources Mm -hmm. um people who aren't necessarily like fully connected and I don't know how I'm gonna reach those people because they're probably somewhere I don't know but yeah I have I have an interest in that I really like I really love that. I love that you said you want to connect with the outliers because a lot of people, when they talk about like 
creating community I'm, I'm not gonna lie like I have a big beef with people who are like yeah I'm all about community because you look at them and it's just like the same 10 people in their circle mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. the same 10k 15k followers like it'd be the same people you build in community with <laughs> um but you specifically said like you want to reach the outliers and that can be translated a bunch of different ways but what I receive it as is like the people who feel like they don't fit into these spaces and who don't really see themselves reflected in the spaces. I think something that we see a lot in this day and age are, you know, people who proclaim to be champions of community and wanting to put on, like, they'll say, you know, I want to build community. I want Black people to have a voice in this space and this, that, the third. And then you take a step back and you're like, there's enough communities like the communities are there black people have voice in this space like they're they're there you know they're there because you're one of them and the same 10 people that you keep inviting everywhere are also they're also <laughs> there like you, you know that the voices and the people exist who are you actually reaching like is community just the followers that you have online and you being able to say yeah since I have like a hundred thousand followers like obviously I have community like what does that really mean mm-hmm. I think you saying like you want to reach the outliers is a much more genuine and intentional approach to wanting to create community and wanting to hold space for and with people so that they do actually feel seen. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. And I think a big part of that is connected to me. Like, I feel like, you know, a lot of people create things because of a lack of something or a mm-hmm. need. Um, and I think just growing up in the area I was and even coming to New York, like being quiet, being shy, being introverted. It's like, I wanted to be a part of these spaces. And even if like I put myself out there, it was just still a disconnect mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, and I think, yeah, like I personally, it's been challenging even finding community because I'm a quiet person. So I think there are several people who are like, like me, I think there's lots of artists who be in their corner just creating shit like all the time. Mm-hmm. And maybe they want to share it with the world. Maybe they want to pursue it, but they don't know how. And like, I want to reach those people. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yes. <laughs> Mentorship. Mentorship. Mm-hmm. And you did say you mentor it. Look, look at you. You already doing a thing. Yeah, we'll see y'all. We'll see. <laughs> One day at a time. <laughs> that's um that's something to keep in mind for us too. Mm-hmm. Um and we're we're trying to reach people who are have like less of a following. Right. You know? Pretty or much who, the whole premise of the show is That's yeah, that's what yeah, it's, how the, it started. Mm-hmm. The micro influencers that people don't know about that have like less than two thousand followers or even less than five thousand. It's like, why don't people see how dope you are? So come on our show so people can see how dope you are. <laughs> no, that, that is true. I be coming across pages and I'm like, damn, like this is fire. And it's like, Yo. oh, yeah. And I'm just like, dang, that's crazy. Like, why? We have to put each other on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Look at y'all doing the good work. <laughs> the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, we definitely can't wait for next year. We are mm-hmm. so ready to tackle 2023 with getting to this pod. Like, I know it's just going to be better. <laughs> I'm here what everyone is looking forward to in this new year. Yes. Okay, I saw that. Yeah, Jess said, I'm like a little note over there. 
Go ahead, Jasmine. What you looking forward to? Um, I would, I think, to piggyback off of Atira, just like being more independent, um, like taking care of myself, loving on myself. Um, I feel like this year was really hard on me mentally, mm-hmm. um, very draining. So I just want to continue to like, yeah, pour into myself and yeah, do that. <laughs> still be outside, but just because I wasn't out that much outside this year, but still, you know, be into the world, but. Yeah. Not of the world, but in the world. Yes, <laughs> go. Amen. Yes, there you go. Yes. So that's what that looks like. Oh, yeah. Um, for twenty twenty three, I am looking forward to nothing. <laughs> I wrote this in my journal the other day, and it was blessed. Like mm-hmm. I, twenty twenty three will be the first year in a long time where I am not juggling a bunch of different hats. It'll be the first year where I'm no longer a formal student, where I am no longer in entrepreneurship, praise God. Um, (laughs) And it'll be like the first year that I can say, like, by this time next year, I would have been married for a year. Like, I would have been a wife for one year Mm -hmm. out of like 23 years of being person. So, like, it's interesting to see, like, what that could look like. And I'm excited Mm -hmm. to just have time to figure that person out and to do all of that. I really, I'm not interested in subscribing to hustle culture or grind culture or I got to make it culture next year. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy to have the time to pursue creativity and to pursue academia in the ways that I do. I'm happy to be at a job that is flexible enough and to be like living with my bestie. Like he a built-in roommate. That's mad fun. So I'm excited to just do that. I don't want to set any goals that God has not set for me. I don't want to sit down and say, I need to make this much money. So I need to go create this plan. I need to do this, that, that. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like unless God sits on the edge of my bed and he's like, hey girl, I need I need you to go handle that. Then I'm gonna <laughs> handle it. But if not, I'm I'm willing to just like chill. Yes. Like, I, I just want to chill. I'm tired. <laughs> I am, I appreciate your stance on entrepreneurship because most people are like, you know, entrepreneurship. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Which and is it's, yeah, it's, it's great. It's cute. And like I love and adore all the entrepreneurs of the world. But it's okay to say it's not for you. Like it's mm-hmm. absolutely okay to yeah. say this is not for you. And I I came to a crossroads in entrepreneurship where I was never creating for myself. And even me being an entrepreneur, like and I know I talked about it the last time you we were on the pod. Like, I got thrown into it. Like, it was mm-hmm. not something that I really woke up one day and said, yeah, I'm going to do this for myself. Oh, it yeah. was people yeah. said, you're good at doing this thing. I can pay you to do this thing. So produce for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'll, this is what I'll do. And it was fun. And I've worked with amazing, amazing people and amazing brands. And it's been really joyous and successful. But it's also been super draining to just be producing for people and never feeling satisfied with what you're producing for yourself or even being able to produce for yourself like I can't tell you anything really that I have done that has been like solely for me in the past year or so so I'm excited to just do that like I don't have to respond to client emails I don't have to schedule meetings I don't have to create decks I don't Mm -hmm. have to pitch like I can really just do nothing yes praise god yes 
Yeah, I... hear, hearing you say, I'm looking forward to nothing. Like, that was refreshing. It's mm-hmm. like a breath of fresh air. Because everyone, like you said, is always like, dun, dun, I need to do this, 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 and that. But, like, there's beauty in just, like, hanging tight. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of opens, like, a door for just anything. It's like it's just an optimistic viewpoint to have that's refreshing to hear. Thank you. I never think of myself as an optimist. That felt good. (laughs) I definitely, before I say my, I guess, quote unquote goals, I'm definitely so glad to hear you say that. (laughs) Because like, I've met Atira the Great. You know I'm tired. I've met Mrs. Presley. (laughs) I can't wait to meet Dr. TT. But bitch, go to sleep. Take take a nap. (laughs) Drink your tea. Relax. You've done so much. We already told you this was the year of the TT. This you did it. Right. Exactly. Master's degree, <laughs> all that new new career path, and now it's time to rest. And then you'll see what what else hits for you. But not right now. You rested. She always says that you're busy. Or She's like, always busy. She's always busy. <laughs> <laughs> People always pull in a tear in different directions. It's like, leave her alone. I know she's great. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But yeah, so definitely glad to hear that. But um, goals. I have like three top things that I want to do. Well, it's the third one is like has subdivisions so that's super annoying but i was actually thinking about it i'm like you know what next year i'm just focusing on the podcast and transition products and i know most times when the question does turn to me on this show i do say those two things but i'm dead ass that's my that's my life this Trans- podcast and products though girl <laughs> that, yeah that rolly that ouchy oil thing listen y'all. and my mama got plans for <laughs> us baby she's been getting she's been talking to people she's been getting certified in certain things she knows some black growers she getting ready with them child exactly she working hard to give me this business so thank you i'm spoiled but so it's like those two main things creating this podcast to be bigger than just a podcast of course also guys we need money so um support us on patreon uh that's patreon.com slash get into this pod thank you studio mm-hmm. time's expensive we just but, we just dropped the video yesterday exactly yes we got exclusive content so <laughs> but yeah so the podcast making that bigger uh transfers mm-hmm. and products because I like doing the pop-ups, but I also love planning events. But, like, I need people to, like, come to the events. So it's like, let me take a step back a little and focus on, like, pop-ups and, you know, building that community in the sense of just because I can make an event doesn't mean I have to be the beacon, be the one to be like, hey, community, come to me. I could just go to the community. There are other entrepreneurs and black people doing the damn thing with their pop-ups and and mixer events and all that. That's just like, I just need to be in the room. So... More pop-ups with chances and products, making get into this pod bigger. And then the third one, which is like a sub, has multiple subdivisions, is my art. I was going to say my jewelry making, but I'm like, but you know she you like pottery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I be trying. That's also, ooh, that was one of the major perks that came when I quit my job. I'm like, I have so many hours in the day. I'm going to make something. <laughs> so, yes, that's if, if you need me, um, don't, because I'll either be at a pop-up, be in the studio, or making jewelry. So, unless you're buying the jewelry, get off my phone. No, I'm kidding. I need to put that in my out of office email. Like, if you need me, don't. don't. <laughs> but yes, I love top that. Three. Yes. And now, Ani's turn. You prompted a question. What's your answer? I'm looking forward to being more, just being quiet 
Mm. I do like that. A lot of people have said that this year a bunch. Like, I'm going to learn to stop talking. Mm-hmm. I'm half the opposite, especially after this podcast. Mm-hmm. I need to learn to talk more. <laughs> I need to learn to speak. said the streets don't need me no more. Right. <laughs> Y'all have had enough? And there's also like finding a balance in that too, because I'm mm-hmm. like, a part of me wants to like go out and meet more people, but I'm like, no, people will come. Just be quiet and <laughs> focus. I don't know. I get easily distracted, y'all, so I got to be careful. Mm-hmm. I got I to take a year. <laughs> Go ahead, take a little gap year from the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I don't know. Coming back this year, I got, like, way too hype. All I did was just... Everything you should. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, all right, chill out. Mm. (laughs) It's it's so interesting to hear, like, everyone's, you know, path. Because, like, you are trying to stay inside. I'm trying to be outside. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, like, you guys, too. Like, you guys, well, you're trying not to do anything. Rest. I'm trying to do everything. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, like, it's interesting. Um, oh, it's a bestie swap. Right? Yeah. Like, like we swapped. <laughs> um, but I love that for us. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone's growth. Yeah. It's, like, similar to, like, what Tara said of not being on, on my grind or something. I definitely love giving myself grace and saying mm-hmm. I have enough time in the day. Like, I don't have to rush myself. You know, I have to. I don't have to move at a certain time frame. Well, of course, with the studio, we booked it for a certain time. But, you know, in the general sense, my day can move at my pace. Mm-hmm. But so I need to find... I still want to be on my grind, but I really hate that word. Do not grind me. I'm a human being. And don't, don't grind me. yourself. Exactly, that mm-hmm. too. But then again, grind semi-equals discipline sometimes. Like, I love it when I could wake up at, like, 8 a.m. because I want to and get myself breakfast and do my skincare routine. You'll be and breakfast. Then, <laughs> I love, yes. That's my so, favorite meal. Her little plate. <laughs> you too. I'll be watching her hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I like giving myself enough time to have that peaceful morning. But then also when it's time to work, you know, I'm working. I'm doing the damn thing. And then I'm clocking out when I can tell myself to clock out. But it's like I give myself too much grace. I'm too nice to me. I say, who going to check you if you don't do anything all day? And it's like, well, Instagram. We need followers. We need money. <laughs> do something. And it's like, nah, girl. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, right? Take a nap. You just woke up from a nap. We're very similar in that regard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to wake up later. Right. It's like, it won't hurt nothing. But like, yeah, being nicer to myself and not really yelling at myself, but saying like, hey, remember how fun it was when you had time to cook breakfast? You want to give yourself time again? Yes. So wake up early. They're all in my journal right now. <laughs> yes. So on my grind, but not my grind. About my grind. <laughs> yes. So this is, I don't, they're not cooking us out. Um, so I guess we could just like keep chatting. I semi wanted more like cutesy, funsy talking points of like skincare routine. Because, you know, Atira be killing it with okay, skin. Your skin looks really good. Of course. She's always glowing, but she going hard. You know, she be hitting up that black lady in Harlem, the esthetician. Mm-hmm. She got oh. magic hands. Yeah, go ahead. Do shout tell. Yeah, shout the girl out. Autumn Marie at beautiful.co. That's my girl. Hold it down. Like, best esthetician in the game. I surely do be trekking from Crown Heights to West 132nd every time. Don't got to tell me nothing. 
Gotta be good. Hold on, what was that? Autumn Marie. <laughs> <She's sexy. laughs> Beautiful.co. Like, yes. I will definitely tag them. She, she, uh, like, she really blesses my life. And I was, I've always been, like, very into skincare and all that. Um, and before the wedding, I was like, okay, I, I went into it knowing I wasn't trying to break the bank on nothing. Like, I wasn't looking for, I didn't want or need an extravagant dress. We all need an extravagant venue, none of that. I surely did drop bank on three months of facials, praise God. I was in there bi-weekly, and then the month of the wedding, I was there every week. Very set, strict routine, mm-hmm. and it was great. She put me on to, like, amazing products that really held it down. So I was like, now I'm at a point where... I'm like, okay, I need to hold on to this skin for as long as I can. So I can't mess up ever at all. Like, if she see me and my skin look less than what it did for the wedding, we gonna have some problems. So like, I it could look semi less. That was your wedding day. Now it's just a regular Tuesday. It could look semi less, and I'm gonna look good on this regular Tuesday. Person. That's true. It's the skin Saturday. stays skinning. It is Saturday, but I mean. <laughs> I was like, wait. You know, she said it was Tuesday, and I'm sitting here like, yeah, girl, I know it's Tuesday. It is I not. did not clock in. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. But yeah, skin skincare is fun. Um, I'm getting into serums right now. Uh, the Caudalie Perfect, I think it's called serum. It's a um, it's a dark spot correcting serum, and it's the best one in the game. Like. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love it. I've tried a lot of other serums out there targeted towards dark dark spots and fading and discoloration, and they do a thing mm-hmm. for me. This one does everything and more. Is it some coins? Yes. And will they get it from me every time? Absolutely. <laughs> An eye cream. Oh, my gosh. Like, please, if you are in your early 20s, your late 20s, if you are a human walking on this earth, get some eye cream. Mm-hmm. Like, don't play it's a yourself. It, you need it. Like, AM and PM. Just dab exactly. it right there. Mm, like, I've always it. suffered from, like, I don't I don't want to say suffered, but, like, I was designed with fine lines. I don't have, I never really get bags, but it's super fine lines. So, for a long time, I couldn't wear concealer under my eyes because, like, it would just crack and crease. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't cute because now I look like I got half a panda face. Um, but using eye creams and things, like, it's made a very big difference. And I feel mm-hmm. like if none of if the rest of my skin feels completely fine but under my eyes feel dry, mm-hmm. I will fall apart in flames. Like, it just won't end well for me. So, like, eye cream and serums. Mm-hmm. Holding it down. I want to try the the new topicals. Uh, it's like the oh my gosh, the faded eye patches. Yeah. See, I wasn't trying. To, I wasn't trying to name names because they're faded cream. Just don't do it for me. I try and I try and I try again, and it won't do anything for my skin. But the oh. eye patches. Oh, I'm gonna get those. I put it on my Christmas list, and if it's yes. not in my stocking, I'm gonna have a problem. Because <laughs> I want that. Like. I feel like because it's a targeted area, I will definitely see results. I'd love to be able to not wear concealer. I love the concealer I have. Sephora Collection Brightening Gel Eye Serum Concealer. Absolutely amazing. Shade 18. Shade 18. Love it. It's like $17. But if I can get away with not, <laughs> say less. Put that in my cart. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I want them I want them patches. I think that's going to be real, real fun. And it has caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. Which I love. That'll go real good with my black tea in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Ani too. Like she yeah. has like, this whole listen routine. Her on skin looks amazing. Screen glowing. That's makeup, y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I use okay, so my makeup routine has changed in the last month because I had to go to a dermatologist because my skin started getting really dry. I never had a dry skin issue until mm. the north. I don't know. It's, it's probably the water. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I mean, which makes sense because it is drier up here. Um, but I swear by Body Love by Tao. That's my girl. Ooh. All organic products, black owned. Mm-hmm. I use her um, her three part system. It's a serum, an oil cleanser, and a toner. I love it. You're gonna have to drop a link. And then she has like this turmeric scrub Ooh. that I'll use to exfoliate every now and then. Ugh. She's great. Now she makes teas. I got her tea the other day. All right. We need the link. We need it right now. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Body Love by Tao. She's great. And her videos, they seem very informative. Like she's... Oh, she got the content? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. She'll educate you. She blew up. I I feel like she has over... Let me not... I feel like she has over 100K right now. But she... I started following her, which was like... Within the last three years, it was like 5,000. Like, she blew up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because she lives by what she, like, promotes. Like, which is um, health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, all of her does. products. Yeah. So she talks about, like, what you eat, what you should drink, and, like, how it helps your body and different stuff like that. I mean, all that stuff. Um, but, Yeah. Love her products. <laughs> Body loves by Tao. Mm-hmm. Tao, T-A-L. Oh, she about to be out of office, too? What else? <laughs> She's on her page. That's what great. Oh, she, oh, she already oh. found the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She already scrolling. Oh, that's a good She's price. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get some. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. I've been. <laughs> I know, I know. I just steps. ran out of my products, so everything's now I need something new. I Dang love it, her honey. Stuff. You told her about us too late. And even her teas are so good. She has like this tea called a skin glow tea, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to help cleanse out like your liver or something and your kidney, mm-hmm. which will help rejuvenate your skin. So all that good. Stuff. Oh, it's cute. Oh. <laughs> these are cute oh, and, and i think it, the kit you, comes with the you have to reviews. tell her what your body your skin is your skin type you don't have to you can i'm she she may have descriptions online for like what um well i'm pretty sure there's ingredients for each of the products but she also states so cute. what it's for like the purposes for each of the products i but might yeah. have to dm her you can DM her. Like, I did. That was years ago. But I DM'd her and told her, like, what my skin concerns were, which was, like, um, hyperpigmentation and dark spots and stuff like that and, like, an occasional breakout. And my skin, like, when I started using her three-part system, it was the acne. No, not the acne. No, it was the acne. It was the acne one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm lying to y'all. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, no, because I need to know. (laughs) Oh, she's going to look. Okay. What about you, Jasmine? You have any like a product you can't live without? Um, 
I so I just told Ani I ran out of my uh, Mary Kay stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been using that for a very long time, but I'm interested in you know subscribing to the, the more natural side mm-hmm. because yeah, I do get like a lot of breakouts, especially around like winter. Well, oh. I was gonna say like my period, oh. but oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I want I want to like find something that's like more natural based because Mary Kay is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, she's been like swearing by Body Love by Tao, trying to get me to like subscribe it's good it is good it's the anti-aging tea tree and chamomile love it there's also this face mask that i use and it has cannabis in it yes i love cannabis it's green i think it's by origins or something but it's really good i love it what is it i have to i have to figure out what their name it's like origins um and they have like this like cannabis mask Maybe oh, have some good masks. Mm-hmm. Origins is good. Origins is nice. Yeah. Nice stuff. I haven't used their product in a while, but mm-hmm. I remember I have like the citrus thing that smelled really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know the one. You know the one. No. Woke me up in the morning. Sure did. <laughs> and then, of course, is it? Um, I mainly use e.l.f. products. I got to always spritz with that rose water because I got that dry skin. I've had chronic ash my whole life. I hate it. So I got to make sure anything that says moisture, hydration, water-based, love that shit. So I always spritz (laughs) with the rose water and then put like e.l.f. moisturizer. Especially this new one has SPF in it already because I almost cheaped out and got like the regular one. But then Tara's like, nah, get the SPF. I'm like, okay, exactly. (laughs) But yes, I use that and the eye cream. It's like the same hydrating like kit. So... It goes rose water, Blissix, eye cream, moisturizer. And that's just like surface level right before leaving the house. That's not even full ass skin routine. There's a lot of products. I love the part where we all talked about like ingredients, like deep products, (laughs) like systems, routines. And vision is just like water and moisture and that is it. And my skin is fine. (laughs) And it surely is. It is. (laughs) I feel the way. I feel away. I'm so sorry. Well, I'll never under this Fenty, and you do not know these problems. I don't. I'm sorry, but I I knew them once, and I told myself I'm never going back to that. So y'all talking about school? School stressed me out too much. It made my skin break out, and even Kiki would say because she got like relatively bad skin sometimes. So she even she saw me like, oh my god, your skin never breaks out. I'm like, bet. I'm dropping out of school because I can't deal with this. If the stress is affecting my body, then you can keep the stress. I'll be over here looking pretty. I'll figure it out elsewhere. You can keep the stress. Yeah. You can just keep it. So, there. I mean, I, I clean my face. You know, I use that sleep mask. I use Freeman, that brand of Feeling Beautiful. Um, no good classic. Exactly. I like them. My aunt got me into skincare at first. So, those are like the products she bought me. So, I just like... Not all their product line, but I pretty much love all their product line. Like, I switch it up sometimes. But um, I have this sleep mask. I love doing that. I did it just last night before this because I'm like, it's the birthday episode. And then she woke up like this. Yes. <laughs> but yes, y'all. Got to have that moisture. I don't know about acne's, but, like, if y'all see me dry, child. If you no, think no. I'm light-skinned now, a bitch yeah. is pale. Listen, it is very serious. Lips get all chappy, nose get... No, I can't. Can't. Just as long as it says hydration, give it to me. Water. Mm-hmm. All of it. 
Interesting. Yeah, they're still not kicking us out. So this is just a birthday treat to us. Y'all Wait, again, an extra the long. Champagne. I was about to say that. Or Prosecco. It's Prosecco. Uh, well, it still needs to get popped. Over yeah, girl, it's a birthday party. We got cookies, too. Oh, that's too. my favorite one, too. Well, Martha, <laughs> I like her. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, I go mean, ahead, you feeling yeah. the FOMO right now. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. And we got the, the auntie butter cookies. It's not the same auntie, though. They, got, not, they got a different auntie. It's a different. I don't know. Maybe oh, okay. Too. Y'all know the ones that come in the yes. tin that your yes. grandma put all the sewing supplies in? Right. Uh, it's a different auntie in the kitchen this year because it's not... <laughs> These cookies don't look the same. Well, they don't is. look the same. They, they are on the light hard. bright side. Right. It's not. They're they tasty, not even all the same shades. They're it's not, not the same regular shades. It's not. These are the only ones that stayed the same. The I think this one. Like, yeah. Like, what, these, that's a flower? What is that? I don't even know, man. It's, I don't mm-hmm. know. They, they got it's the, the wrong that counts. <laughs> it is. They got the wrong auntie in the kitchen this year. I got questions and problems. <laughs> but yes, you can definitely pop the, the bottle. I popped it the last time, technically. I'm not really good at those things. I tap mm-hmm. out. I'm not going to act like I can do this. <laughs> Last time I do, tried, I made a mess. Oh, Lord. Do, do you want me to just do it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got this, girl. Yeah. It's your birthday, too. Big 29. Yeah. 29. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy you just birthday. had a birthday happy as well. Birthday. Yes, she did. did. Mm-hmm. Big sad. December 2nd. It was a great time. Amazing. <laughs> Big day. Just being a nerd in the city. It was fun. <laughs> yes, she told us all about it at the birthday dinner. I'm like, wow! I didn't even know New York has so many bookstores and libraries. I didn't like, even know a birthday dinner was happening. I was just surprised and tired. It was a lot. <laughs> I did a lot that day. <laughs> pointed at, like, it was a lot of walking. <laughs> the thing literally was like point away from people. Careful, you almost got it. Nope, lean it upwards. You don't want to spill. We cannot pay no cleaning fee. Oh, this is a time. Oh, God. <laughs> I should be recording. Oh, child. Oh, she already popped it. Yay. 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 Happy birthday. It's spilling. Get a cup. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the cups ain't even open. Oh, God. No, okay. no one thought this through. <laughs> oh, oh. ASMR. <laughs> I love this game. We gonna need some tissues. We can't pay no cleaning fee. Is he looking at us? Yes. Happy birthday, Yay. Jasmine. Happy Yay. birthday, Atira. Happy belated birthday, Ani. I actually never knew your birthday, but happy birthday, you two. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday, Division. Merry Christmas. And happy new year. I don't think the episode's done just, just yet. I just wanted to say that because I love birthdays. Please. Yes. Same. And they should be celebrated. Thank you. I'm going to put my cookie on the coaster. Don't tell them. Uh, cheers. Out. Cheers. 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 Do you have cheers. anything on it? There you go, girl. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So funny. Well, cookies and Prosecco, a great breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say cheese. Oh. <laughs> I like how she says say cheese and all of us. <laughs> just quiet. Like, peace signs. <laughs> yeah, I mimicked her. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Can you even see me? I think you do. Yeah, you're in the corner. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, on, on our screen, I can't see myself, so. Oh, yeah, I can't see you right now. Oh, I see really? your shoulder. I can't see nobody. 
I see you right there, yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying to keep some distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, that's how I was going to say you quarantining, so. <laughs> I'm really crunching on the mic. Hold on. This is why I'm not, I can't talk to the mic is right here. What am I do? I feel bad every time they hear me go. <laughs> we can edit we can edit some parts yeah we can actually make it sound sharper make it sound nicer and also jasmine's daddy be um doing the audio mixing so mm-hmm. we just i did it him. i did it last Shout time out. though i don't know if he peeped mm. oh look at her skill I, I did it on the last episode multifaceted <laughs> yeah that is a good thing though that you did that i've been thinking hard about like we gotta learn how to actually do this because like we did this independently but we book in studio time and then they just make it sound nice. And then we hand it over to your daddy to put the theme song. And it's like, okay, y'all, we did a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that to your goals for 2023. Exactly. Self-produce. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, yes. Because then, like, instead of booking, like, a studio studio, you can book, like, just a cute space, which, like, is probably cheaper for a couple hours. Depends. And just look good. And, like, have your own mic or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we have been and thinking about that. Get your own equipment. Um, when we first, first started a podcast, we sat down in Barnes and Nobles and we were just like looking up like, okay, would it be smarter for us to book studio or buy equipment? And then like, it's probably still like same price, but it's like $200. So since we are creeping into season five, if we did do that from jump, it would of course been an investment. But Jasmine was living in Harlem and mm-hmm. I still live at home with my loud family. So we didn't really have any space anyway, even if we bought mm-hmm. the equipment. So it's just smart. Find a studio, but chow. These studios, um, man. We, we don't have to talk about Gotham. If you fucking with me, man. If you fucking with me. <laughs> Gotham switched up on us. They did. Like Sorry, three Gotham. times. <laughs> we love them, but we gonna see what the new year holds, cause chow. But yes, these studios also, like we said with inflation, studio time just in general has gone up. So yeah. it's like okay. We never dive into the new year with a brand new season. So we always give ourselves like grace until like the end of February. So we'll figure out what our new home will be or if we'll do the buying equipment and finding a space. Um, especially Jasmine has moved since. So she's not in Harlem anymore. She in Flatbush though. I hate going to Flatbush. It takes me like four trains. Girl, you came to Midtown and stuff? For one, that's two trains. But two, we don't have the equipment. I'm just saying. I do hate it though. A lot of these podcast studios are in the city as well. Yeah, they're mostly here. Yeah, so that's also the annoying part. Gotham used to be Lower Manhattan, so I could take either the J Street or like the C Street, and then that was like a perfect middle ground for Jasmine and I. But then they moved further up Midtown, and then majority of the studios, when we just looked them up recently, are in Midtown. It's like, why? I feel like I feel like Midtown just didn't need to see me today. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. Yes, we do appreciate it because, like I said, finding this studio was just so stressful. But it's okay because 2023 is going to bring grace and expansion and new opportunities, and it's going to be the bestest, freshest season of getting to this pod yes. that we have ever seen. <laughs> I receive. Yes, I can't. I definitely just cannot wait. I don't want to say words or too many words, but Jasmine and I, when we have our production meetings, we're just like, we're on the same wavelength of where we want to take the show, how to make it bigger, how to expand it. So I'm super excited for that. <laughs> Let's go. 
Yeah. Um. <laughs> he walked by, but yeah, he's like I, the sound engineer is like chilling outside, and he's, he's like, pacing. Do I go in there? Or? Right. I'm like, do you want to interrupt? It's like nearly two hours. You probably do I gotta be, like, do I gotta stop them? <laughs> <laughs> do they know to stop themselves? I'm or are they just gonna keep <laughs> going? I mean, we got brunch anyways. We don't have to go at um. some point. That is true. <laughs> oh, where are you guys going? Sunday in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Oh my, I'm going there later. I was supposed to. Today? Yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> Stop copying me, Jasmine. Oh, wow. It's my Mary Birth Miss. That what is do you so do? Funny. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, I are you doing the snow day thing or no, we're going earlier. Um, okay. Because I'm tired. I need I need to be home at, yes. at a certain time so I can I can bed. Yes. But uh we have a standing Mary Birthmas tradition since my birthday is beginning of December and hers is close yeah. to the end of December. Right. Oh, so two we, and twenty-two. So we meet in the middle, yeah. and we do Mary Birthmas, and that's where we do Christmas and birthday gifts and yes. our own little festivities. It's real cute. I like traditions, y'all. Make sh- make some traditions with your family, with your chosen family, with your friends. Like, yes, it's real. It's real nice. I love that. That's cute. That is cute. Ani, do you have any traditions? Whether like ones that you've created for yourself or like ones that you have with family back home? Not that I could think of. You guys do the matching PJs. That's a tradition. Oh, we just started that. Oh yeah, that's a tradition. Us too. Us too. <laughs> yeah, we just started that. That's that's yeah. Are there traditions that you would want to have or that you kind of envision having the one thing i like mm-hmm. to do during christmas is make sorrow well no i like for my mom to make sorrow that's like my favorite drink mm-hmm. um i did it for the first time last year and it was so good mm-hmm. what's that face jazz i know oh. <laughs> i just see you in the corner like <laughs> but um i don't know if i have any like traditions I could think of, we just opened presents for Christmas, um, setting up the Christmas tree. I just set up my Christmas tree this week. And I didn't think I was gonna get one because I'm like, for what? But I've been in such a holiday spirit. I think it's because I live alone, which is so weird. Because I'm like, the Christmas tree is gonna keep me company. <laughs> it's doodles. Seeing them lights at night make a difference. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, but no, I don't. I don't know about any like tradition. Maybe I'll get into that though. Get into this because <laughs> um. <laughs> that's cute. Um, I'm sorry, I'm like eating cookies, but <laughs> I just had that that thought. I think I was you that video where the two girls like they purposely decided to like not talk for a few weeks. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I peeped that. So then when they came together, they were like, it was kind of like they were on like a reality show. They were just like, girl, this is the tea. This is what happened. That is cute. I feel like we kind of do that naturally. Like, I we just don't see that. each other for, for Life a couple is busy. Of days. That's just an accident. Yeah. But, oh, but they were roommates in that video. So that's really? also, a, yeah. Oh. That's also the, it was semi-annoying to read it, though. Y'all are roommates and y'all purposely, no, I can't tell you. <laughs> Lunch that's is next funny. Tuesday, so... <laughs> <laughs> like what if it just happened girl I got the best news oh what actually I'll tell you next Tuesday Send that's so tea. funny <laughs> but yes um, so yeah I don't want to sound like I'm cutting y'all off but I'm cutting y'all off 
Um, I feel like we should dip out. Homeboy is pacing around really yeah, hard. Making me kind of nervous. <laughs> um, I really hope they don't overcharge us. They just might. They're going they to better us. not. I hope it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, it's so I don't know how to whisper. This has been so much fun. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> happy, happy season four. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Merry birthday, Christmas. Merry birthday. Merry Christmas. Merry birthday. <laughs> Merry birthday. <laughs> but yes. <clears throat> this episode was really fun. Loving when we get our best friends together. And just sit and be black and amazing and spectacular and just celebrate each other and ourselves. Because even if it wasn't our birthday, this is like, like I said, the last episode of the season, last episode of just 2022. Mm -hmm. So it's really great that we're able to have our besties by our side, even virtually. You were still there, girl. (laughs) But yes, so thank you guys so much for listening to us this whole time, the whole episode, the whole four seasons of this podcast had no idea I was gonna ever start a podcast let alone that it would last four years I guess that's four years technically girl I'm so proud of you (laughs) if you made it this far we love you yes right thank you to the day ones (laughs) thank you to the new folks hope y'all stay um but yes uh well y'all can plug y'all's insta if you want people to find y'all or any like professional any just funsies that you might want to plug mm-hmm. you could plug that i don't know if you want to though but good luck catching me posting because <laughs> i'll be forgetting <laughs> um, gotta update that bio you know, I, I literally updated it today oh you did <laughs> i did i feel so proud of myself i t- you know like people make their bio like the little mini resume they yeah. like plug where they work their yeah. title all that uh-huh. i took it all out mm-hmm. I, I took it all out like my bio says this is an archive. <laughs> and that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. If you want to see an archive of my life, I am at Atira the Great, A-T-I-R-A the Great, mm-hmm. on all social media platforms and PayPal. Yes. <laughs> Heavy on the PayPal. <laughs> and PayPal. <laughs> yeah. And, then Ani. and I am on IG at you love Ani. That's Y-O-U-L-O-V-E. A H N I and my brand page is at Ani Nicole. And it's A H N I N I C H O L E. Oh, and mine <laughs> is Jasmine underscore Shields. Mm-hmm. My personal is yeah dot cause I care because it's spelled C Z. So yeah dot cause I care. Because sometimes I care, but most times I don't. But I do care about this podcast, and you can find this podcast on all social media platforms. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, but like, no, you can't. But you can definitely find us on Instagram at Get Into This Pod. <laughs> Y'all stop. We are, we are also um, to listen to the episodes. We are on SoundCloud as well as Apple Podcasts, and hopefully, the new year brings more platforms to reach a wider audience. Um, please be sure to listen to our episodes, like our episodes, comment, rate us five stars, 
definitely share this with like everybody you know share this with your college friends share this with your besties your cousins your mama share this with everybody because like i have already said we have just wrapped with season four and we soon come back for a season five so thank y'all for holding us down we gonna come back with with more good content and um yeah, already plugged the Patreon. Again, the Patreon. Yes. That's, Patreon. Our, that's like our PayPal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Patreon.com slash get into this pod. Please become a patron. We have exclusive clips and content on there that I think would is very beneficial. It's not just saying yeah, that. It's we, like, yeah, we just dropped Matthew from our last guest, mm-hmm. our last episode, sorry. Um, and he talked about, you know, tips on being more creative, you mm-hmm. know. Um which, you know, I feel like there's no right or wrong to it, but he's sharing what what has been, you know, his kind of go-to for him. Yes. You know, drawing and just kind of getting into it. Um, so I feel like that was pretty, it was pretty, pretty cool to learn. Yes. Or just like, yeah, hear his perspective. <laughs> Patreon. Patreon, yes. <laughs> so, yes. I had to plug him real quick. Of course. <laughs> yes. Um, just thank yous again. Thank you for listening. Hope to see y'all in the new year. Can't wait for new guests. Ooh, child, I'm so excited. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess that's a bye. Yes, <laughs> bye. Thank you. Bye, honey. Bye, honey. Bye, bye. bye, y'all. See you next week. <laughs>